Welcome to a new episode of The List. We're your host, Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. So, for those of you that don't know or just figuring this out, The List is uh, where we basically tell you what music you should be listening to, you fucking asshole. Yeah, I think it, it, so it's, it's whatever music we've been listening to, like, since the last time we've done The List, whatever is at the top of our, our you know, playlist. Um, by the way, you can go and find Whiskey and Whiskers playlist um, posted by Lizard Vicious on uh, Spotify. You can listen to every song that we're talking about here on the show. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I'll go first. But my music's better. Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just for the record, this is this is all over the place. It's uh, it's not any one genre of music. It's just something that like oh this is kind of cool check it out it i hope that we can enlighten somebody and they can find some music that maybe they wouldn't otherwise listen to but still enjoy yeah and if they don't you know fuck them who knows you might like peruvian flute music hell yeah that's good shit, i man. do yeah <laughs> with the beer right. in the shower oh man takes you right back to native times so uh i'm gonna throw this out first i had a runner up this week that i didn't put on there uh it's called gang shit by dot com but that's not my song choice. It's not on the list. That's just a, an honorable mention. Uh, my first song this week is called Drink, and it's by Ailstorm. So, Ailstorm is fucking badass. It's basically, it's pirate metal. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. That was where I was going to go as soon as as soon as you brought it up. I don't know. Is it supposed to be pirate music? Yeah, because that's what it sounds. The like. The album cover has like pirate ships on it, dude. Yeah, like, that's that's their whole like gimmick is that they do pirate pirate metal. Dude, I went on a I went on a kick that was like it was like steampunk music for a while, and they kind of had some pirate themes. And I, I felt like I, I'm not even going to say the band name because it doesn't fucking matter. It, it wasn't what I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. When I think of pirate music, I want something that's a little bit like like raucous or angry or not not angry but like energetic like trouble, like, yeah troublemaker type like music and this, this fits the mold much better yeah this so ailstorm is like uh you want to so in an environment i guess that you want to listen to ailstorm would definitely be a, a party scenario you want to yeah. be uh you know slamming a beer and crushing it on your forehead and slamming it on the ground throw a chair through the window or something yeah it's, it's and then got punch, some, punch I, your best friend it's got some irish to it so uh maybe chug some jameson yeah definitely i could see that uh yeah i'm definitely imagining like i'm getting beer pong in the background vibes yeah, you know rum like a dog that's sleeping on the couch and mm-hmm. and like somebody's leaving the back door open and everybody's drunk in the backyard yeah for sure yeah Although when I think of pirate music, I just think anything downloaded in like the year 2000 after in my Pirate wire. music. <laughs> uh, this is definitely outdoor music, right? This isn't a, a sit in your uh, kitchen and drink, you know take shots around the bar kind of thing. This is a like throw oh. up in your backyard while you're chugging beers music. <laughs> yeah, but you could have fun too with it, and you know maybe like trash your best friend's apartment or something. That's what I was yeah. saying. You throw a chair through the window, yeah, because it's someone else's like parents' house, you know. Yeah, and yeah. you're you know you wouldn't do that at like your own house. But anyway, there. Uh, I don't know if that song's on. It would be kind of hard not to. Pretty yeah. much all of their music revolves around drinking. But uh, I'm someone who has done that. <laughs> their name is Ale Storm. Yeah, so, yeah, it makes sense. There's a couple of exceptions, obviously, but uh, for the most part, they're uh, they're the kind of music you want to get drunk and get rowdy too 
Nice. It's uh, it's like in between metal and punk. I feel like kind of they have a little bit of punk mentality because yeah, it's, it's less that. screamy, like and growly. You know, like you can understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's mine. I dig it. So tell us the name and the ba- the song in the band again. Uh, Drink, and it's by Alestorm. All right. Well, who's next? I'll go. What you what you got? What you know? So uh, I recently moved into a house and uh, was doing some unpacking this week. And I came across my harmonicas. and uh, Harmonicas, plural? Yeah, I've got two. Different keys. Yeah, i got gotcha. two blues harps. One's A and one's in C. The one that's in C, I need to do some work to to get one of the reeds back in line. It doesn't really pull anymore. But my A is in good shape. And uh, I was playing it a little bit, just messing around. And I remembered uh, Dixie. Oh, what's, what's that? Uh, <laughs> shit, I can't think of it. <laughs> Check it out. Check okay. I'll uh, let me pull that up. Just yeah. type in Dixie. I'm sure that'll end well. <laughs> With an X, I E Y. I'm thinking. I think you're talking about Tennessee Ernie Ford. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Thunders mutter, northern flags and south winds flutter. To arms, is to arms, to arms. Well, so that guy, uh, is that his name? Yeah, Ernie Ford. Yeah, the Ford, that's what I remembered. He uh, he does all those kind of like Shenandoah songs and shit like that. So there's two renditions he does. Uh, one's the Southern version and one's the Union Dixie. And they're both interesting. So there's the two different versions, right? There's the... So when when I first listened to it, I only listened to the southern southern version, right? And I was like, "Holy shit, this is!" I, I mean, I'm from the south. I I you know, I've whistled Dixie, but uh, this is some southern like country shit, you know. But then you hear the Union side, the Union version, and it's just like Yankees bashing the South, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, fuck you, Yankees!" Like, <laughs> I like the southern version. Uh, I think it's I think it's cool from like a historical perspective. It gives it gives uh, it, it's objective because there's both versions, and I like yes. that. So so when you listen to it on our on our um, playlist, I, I, we've got the the southern version on there, but there's also the, by the same guy, same everything. You can listen to the Union version as well. Yeah, it's called Union Dixie, and yeah, it's just it's interesting uh, removing a lot of the the color from it, so to say. It's like. The South is definitely rebels, and they're against, uh, it's like state rebellion. They want states' rights, you know, and they don't want the northern people allying against them. And then you hear the new Union side, and they're traitors and seceders, and fuck them, we gotta bring this thing back together. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely gives you some, some insight or some perspective about the opposing sides. Mm-hmm. And how they feel. Of the war of northern aggression. Yeah, know? yeah. It's interesting. No, just uh, interesting uh, historical context. So, for the record, you got to listen to both. You can't listen to just one or the other. You got to listen to both to be like, okay, there's a balance there. Yeah, for sure. It's just good context. So, when do you, what's the environment that you listen to this song in? Uh, <laughs> by yourself in your house. <laughs> by yourself when you're just like, I don't know, thinking about shit. I, hey, to be <laughs> honest, this version's got really good tuba in it. So, in your car, if you got a good subwoofer, it's like boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. It's so awesome. Hmm. I'd recommend it. Turn the I, bass up. The, the Union one did have some pretty good harmonica, too. Uh-huh. It's cool. It's good music, man. The guy's got a great voice. He's so, like, 1950s Disney movie <laughs> voice guy. 
I'm a bear, and I'm going to sing songs to you with a banjo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like literally a bear? Like he's yeah. a cartoon bear? Look at him, dude. Shenandoah, Bill, Ford, that's Chevrolet. What I, that's what I imagined when, when I was trying to imagine that guy's face. You should like him. His last name's Ford, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a... So this is a historical trip. This isn't necessarily like, oh, this is great music. This is more of a, uh, you know, check out a cultural differences right like mm-hmm. enlightenment you know mm-hmm. sure yeah that's what this is all right i can dig it we can do history music yeah all what right. about you what do, you what do you got chris also history music <laughs> because it was made in history yeah you know a long time ago now uh this week i'm going with uh phil collins in the air tonight Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, it's about the dude that could have saved the dude from drowning, but then he didn't. Isn't that a lyric from another song? Yeah, yeah. that's Eminem said that. Uh, so, I, th- <clears throat> I think, just for context, I th- first of all, it's a really powerful song. It's a really emotional song, regardless of, of the lore behind it. But, um, supposedly, the lore behind it, at least the way I remember it, I don't know if this is accurate, but is uh, Phil Collins and his his a friend of his, when they're kids are going to go swimming and uh i think the way it goes is a guy asks them if they want to ride down to wherever the fuck they're going you know and phil collins says no and his friend gets in the the car with him and then later they find that kid's body in like the lake or something he was drowned in a body of water um so the the gist of it is like phil collins confronting this guy that he knows that he's seen and and you know, he says, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. Or he says, uh, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. Um, you know, I was there. I saw what you did. I saw it with my own two eyes. Like, it's it's pretty... Because the guy never got caught, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, Phil Collins, like, in his in his memory, he can see this face, but it doesn't do any good because he doesn't know who the guy is. The guy got away with it. So, it's a pretty powerful song. And even if even if all that is just, you know lore it's it's still interesting and and if you listen to the song with that it's almost with that in mind it's almost eerie yeah and he doesn't drop the beat until what three minute and 50 almost seconds four in? yeah, yeah almost, almost four. four minutes until the beat drops in that song which is uh and it drops hard yeah it's one of those things that it, it doesn't happen a lot in music yeah it's fucking gnarly yeah one uh, of the most famous drum solos probably of all time yeah, I really like it. It's a weird song. It's not. It's not even necessarily a bummer song unless you listen to it with like that in mind. Honestly, you can like people can jam it if if you're not like trying to get all like bummed out about it. It sounds you know? like a good like uh, walkout song for like a fight. Like I could see Mike Tyson walking out to it or something. You know? Oh yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, he might sure. have, and I'm just confusing it. You know? But yeah, I could see somebody walking out to that song. It'd be yeah. cool to walk out and time it right. Right. So you walk out. And then you're getting, you know, they're tapping your cup and checking your gloves and stuff. And, and then you the walk stage. up the steps and you stop and it gets quiet. And then the, the drum solo and then you go into the ring. Yeah. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So can I go out of order and do my second song now? Because they kind of tie together. Sure. Yeah, sure. All right. So my second song is a song by Tupac, which is historically one of my favorite Tupac songs off uh, album. It was the soundtrack to a movie he did called Gang Related. Uh, and the song is called Staring Through My Rear View. I stare, 
Multiple gunshots, split a block, the fun stops. Niggas was calling cops, people shot, nobody stopped. I wonder when the world stopped. Carrying last night, two kids shot. While the whole block staring, I will never understand this society. So that song is actually to um, the same the same beat. It's to the Phil Collins in the air tonight beat. Um, and the, the version on the soundtrack itself actually uh, goes into the, the Phil Collins uh, chorus at, at one point. Um, and it's just a really good song. And uh, because it dropped on a soundtrack, not on one of his main albums, a lot of people uh, haven't even heard of it, don't know about it. Uh, but it's one that I stumbled across when I was a kid and was instantly like, that was one of my favorites that he ever did. So, it's a, it's a really good song, and, and Tupac fucking nails it. Like, I, I don't know somebody that could have done that better. I was about to say, it, it kind of fits because, again, it's a weird emotional song to begin with. And then you get someone like Tupac that's just all, like, emotion. All outward emotion, you know? Yeah. So, like, if Tupac's sad, it's fucking sad. If Tupac's mad, he's fucking mad. Like, it, it's, it's, he wears everything right out on his sleeve, so it fits. It meshes really well. Yeah. And it's cool. It's a minor chord progression. Like, I'm familiar with what it is, so it's just, I don't know. It's cool how it, like, anything can really fit that, you know? Mm-hmm. From, like, dark metal to, like, rap we're listening to, or even, like, Phil Collins. He can take that and make something with it so it's cool but it's cool also to see a song made and then somebody else do it you know come out use the same beat in a different genre turn it into something completely different like and that's he, always half the fun of hip-hop right is like trying to figure out what records are digging through to pull little drops off of you yeah. know each individual things put it together to make this cool thing right any yeah and it's cool to see him use it in a completely different genre and make that beat uh, as what's the right word like as um just as powerful as powerful or like yeah yeah, as popular but to a completely different demographic yep Mm -hmm. i think it's cool i like it all right so uh i guess we'll go into my turn yeah so uh i'm you know i'm gonna start with uh my my weirder song my next one's a little more uh, a little more palatable this one i feel like it's just gonna be uh more fun but um my my next song is Cool It Now by New Edition. Yeah, so I just think it's I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I really like the the chorus. Um, I think all all five what is it five guys are all super talented um they can sing they can dance they can harmonize um and it's this is an old song this is from like 19 early 80s like 1981 82 something like that yeah so you're in this weird time frame that's like jackson five is not jackson five is over in so far as like i mean they've been around since what the late 60s 70s and michael so, jackson's about to happen so you, but it's before you get like um, boys to men or even like new kids on the block mm-hmm. yeah. so so these guys there's no concept of like boy band really this is kind of like the evolution of it this is where it starts and then this is also like right at the birth of hip-hop right so uh and and these get for the record just so uh we're clear it's all it's all guys singing the the, the guy that sings the main chorus has a really high voice um but they're also all kids so I, I think the way these guys got found, and this was one of their first hits, the way they got found is uh, Scout heard them at a middle school talent show, and then they went from there. So, again, very young. I try to think of it like Jackson 5, but 
later, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can, I don't know, I can see it, but this is not my jam. <laughs> Dude, I instantly liked it. The second I heard it, I was like, this is fucking cool. Uh, I get down on 80s music, for sure. And I, I don't know how to say this, I, I hope I don't offend anybody, but I think as, gr- like, growing up, growing up white, I, I was never exposed to them, and I think that, uh... I think all of our black listeners are going to be like, what the fuck? Y'all don't listen to New Edition? You know, like, yeah. so it, it, it's something that maybe everyone hasn't heard. And I, I think it's really good and people should hear it. Yeah, I can see it. I just, again, it's not really my thing, but I totally get it. Like, it makes sense to me. I just, it's not something I'm ever going to bang, like, in the shower. <laughs> no, you know it's, I mean? yeah, I don't know exactly when the, the context for this song is. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously lighthearted. Um, the song's about, like, it's. You know, one dude is is dating the chicks and or this chick, and all the other dudes are sweating him for not hanging out with the bros. And he's like, "Nah, don't tell me how to live my life." And dude, it makes me want to break dance in front of a boombox. Yeah, with like a box on the ground. Yeah, piece of cardboard on the ground. Yeah, it's it's dope, dude. It's it's super cool. So that's anyway. what I'm most excited about finishing the floors in the studio, so we can <laughs> break dance in here. So that's mine. All right, um, that's my weird one. What you got, chop? so my next one is uh it's called had some drinks and it's by two feet had some drinks said some things to them so part of the reason i chose this song is because i so I really like their style. They have that that guitar going, and they have a like just huge bass line right behind it, and they kind of take that away during the choruses and let him kind of sing his verse. But his verses are real short, and then it goes right back to that like kind of bluesy guitar with just a giant bass line, and I, I just I like it a lot. Yeah, that it's style cool. they, just... they mesh well together, and it's not something you hear all the time. Mm-hmm. And so when it's executed right, it's it's pretty cool. When yeah. I first heard it, I was like. Because I'd never heard the song before, and at the beginning just sounded really weird to me. And then I listened to the build up, and I was like, "This is really good." You know, I really like how too. It's like the bluesy guitar, which kind of has its own like place and time. And then like the beats they use are very like modern, and it sounds like super hip hop, but it's super cool. Yeah, it's got that uh that like snare in the build up right before they do the mm-hmm. bump and then go into guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it just, hat. it's just a. It's a really good mesh of a couple different genres. Like he's singing, he's not rapping, but he's yeah, using a rap too. beat, and then he's using a like super bluesy guitar for his like chorus kind of. Even and the chorus doesn't even have words. Like I, I don't know. It's just it's a really cool mesh. I like it a lot. And to me, that song screams like room full of smoke. Like yeah, a, I can see that cigarette smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're just chain smoking cigarettes and playing poker or something i could totally see that playing in the background oh poker i could yeah that that hit perfectly i understand that okay yeah that's that's where my my mind goes is that kind of scenario like not even like a, a rowdy drunk party but you're just sitting there like passing a bottle of whiskey a classy poker drunk and, party yeah, yeah. having an atmosphere with that song. smoking cigars or something a like cla- that that would totally fit drunk party yeah uh, the first song I heard by them was uh, "Feel Like I'm Drowning," and I've been very excited for the for that whole that band since that came out. Yeah, uh, that's I, the only song I know by them, but I, I do know that song. I dove down that rabbit hole though and listened to a lot of their stuff, and it's all it's all pretty similar. It has the same kind of the same kind of jazzy tones 
you know that would be my biggest criticism of it in total is that a lot of their songs do sound the same because it's all that same exact style Mm -hmm. but uh, hey when you got something good man when you got something that works yeah for sure so can't can't hate on them too much but uh yeah anyway that's my uh that's my second song nice all right so my second song isn't historical still in the same kind of context um you guys remember back in the day when double whopper were two Mm-hmm. And you would get double vision for double whoppers. Yeah, y'all remember that commercial? I remember the commercial. No. Oh man, it was yeah. a Burger King commercial where they played Burger King yeah. double vision. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Who's who's that by? Foreigner. Foreigner. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that song's awesome. No So this song to me, it has always been like a get fucked up ballad. I guess that's what yeah. it's about, right? It's the double, double vision. Yeah, dude. He takes you through like all the steps and it's, I like relate to it in a huge way. <laughs> I like the, uh, I like the transition from the funky keyboard to like the just rock. Like, and mm-hmm. also, by the way, it, when you told us that this was going to be your song, I was like, yeah, that's Gator. That's Tim all the way. Yeah, dude. If I'm going to go, I'm going to go hard, man. Ain't got time to wait. Uh, I've, I've heard Chris say this, and I want to kind of reiterate it because I thought it fit perfectly too. But that like very, very, very first lick of the song comes out super hard, just like um, as easy top. top. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it comes out real like. Just yeah, they don't waste any time. Throwing they punches. Just, yeah, right into the right mm-hmm. into the. They come out swinging, man. Yeah. They're ready to go. It's so, a cool song. What? Where does this fit in? Like, what's the what's the vibe? What are we? What are you doing when you're listening? Oh, to this? I'm getting. Yeah, I'm either partying or getting ready to party. Ooh, a pregame. Pregame. That'd be a good one. Wishing I had some whoppers. Yeah, that too. <laughs> what about at the end of the night driving home? No, <laughs> only if, you, only if you're driving more. real fast. It's not a good end the night song, dude. This is a good like no. you're in the middle of it, like. You'll get yeah. your car airborne if you end your night with that song. <laughs> you won't end your night. You'll just go party somewhere else. You'll get home and party. <laughs> Is that what happened to you, Blake? I don't know. <laughs> Were you listening to this song? <laughs> Fucking double vision, man. Uh, dude, I think pregame is the perfect situation for this song. Yeah, for sure. Uh, or maybe a, a road trip also. And <clears throat> I only say that, like, obviously, because you don't want double vision when you're on a road trip. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> some just... I don't know. Like uh, Jet is another one that I'll listen to. Like at the start of a road trip, like I just feel like those wake you up songs that are you pumped and ready to go. Yeah. We should totally start a road trip play- playlist to play on the way to New Orleans. Yeah, 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 that'd be fun. All right, cool. So Blake, you're the last one. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Oh, well, that's right, because we did both Christmas. Okay. Um, yeah. So my last one is uh, kind of more my di- like straight down my like comfort zone, and I almost feel like this one could just be a. A group pick. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So, apparently, this guy's been around for a while. Uh, well, here, we'll talk about it. It's, it's called White House Road by Tyler Childers. Give me drinking up moonshine. Give me hiding in the perfect beer. Take my trouble to the high wall. Throw them in the river and get your bill. We've been sniffing that cocaine. Dude, this song could potentially be our theme song. Like, straight up. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, uh it, it embodies the the whiskey and whiskers pers- personality very well. So I, 
I like it, it's. It, I feel like people think about country and they think like Garth Brooks or, or fucking Tim, Tim McGraw or something. And there's so much more to country, right? Like, like Brooks and Dunn, dude. They're oh man, yeah. So you you get these just like every other genre of music. You get these offshoots, and and there's this. There's been a genre called outlaw country ever, ever since Willie and Waylon and and Johnny uh, Cash, yeah. This is that. Like, this embodies that. And it's this anti-hero, like, it's still about trucks, it's still about, you know, country shit, but it's... it's More dirty. Gritty and mean and... And, and definitely know. bluegrass influenced. For sure, for sure. There's a lot more bluegrass in a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I also love the, uh, the imagery. He says, uh, or the metaphor, I guess. He says, uh, get me higher than the grocery bill. Mm-hmm. I think that's fucking awesome like yeah dude yeah he says get me drinking that moonshine get me higher in the grocery bill dude that's fucking good yeah uh the whole the whole song really it's just it's a lot of fun yeah, yeah it's like it. it's just a cool song the lyrics are really fucking fun um uh, the actual instrumental behind it is just i feel like kind of just a dirty bluegrassy song and it's 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 I awesome. think people don't know that bluegrass can be like uh, uh, Robert O'Keen has a bit where he's like they were playing the dirtiest, nastiest bluegrass music that anybody had ever heard. The kind where the hero isn't only dead by the end of the song, but he's been dismembered as well. Mm-hmm. Like people don't <laughs> realize that there's that genre of bluegrass. Yeah, yeah, and, and to it. it's got some of those roots behind it. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, it's just it's a relatable song a little bit and it's a like a i i think of that almost like a pregame song also like uh like when the when the party's just starting to ramp up and everybody's not just in a fucking shit show yet (laughs) i i imagine dude this is like if you're floating the river that's uh, i mean it could be either if you're on a boat dude this song is gonna hit hard Mm -hmm. um but yeah you don't want to be too soupy just yet because it's not a jam it's like a it's like a slow burn it's Mm -hmm. like a you know, like, it's like the, the wick of a firework, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's it's going to set it off, or you're going to set it off eventually, but this song's in the... In the build-up. The build-up, yeah. Like, you might be out on a boat, and you're all, like, hanging out, and it's a good time then, but then when you get back on shore, and you get fucking soupy, and, like, you know shit's going to go down. And you're like, yeah, get me drinking that moonshine. Let's yeah. see what happens. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm lucky if I don't make it to shore and already soupy. <laughs> yeah, true. All right, so that's uh, this week's uh, The List. Well, I guess we don't do this every week, so that's this episode of The List. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Uh, added a little bit more, so I think we're, we're we're getting up there now. We probably got close to 20 songs, I think. Nice. So uh, definitely go check out the playlist. Again, you can find it on Spotify. It's uh, listed as Whiskey and Whiskers, and it's posted by Lizard Vicious. Um, go check it out. Listen to some of it. It's, uh, it's all good shit. Um, outside of that, you can check out the Whiskey and Whiskers website. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you can also find links any way you choose to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, all your favorite podcasting apps. Uh, we got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. We'll see you next week.